The 100% Wild Podcast is brought to you by Onyx Hunt, the nation's number one GPS hunting app. Download today in the Google Play and App Store. Hey, hunting junkies, and welcome back to another episode of the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tim Chelsvik. I'm the other one, Matt Drury. We're both wearing red shirts. That's right. Not planned. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't Snapchat each other in the morning and say, what are you wearing today? I got invited to the Cardinal game last minute, uh, day game today, so... Sweet. Enjoy. That's right. I'm still celebrating the Blues win. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to the Stanley Cup Finals. So who knows where we'll be at in the process the once this, this thing yeah, airs. Yeah, this airs. But holy cow, man. What an awesome experience. It's historic. I mean, yeah, this, literally. Is, this well, is incredible. In, you, in my lifetime, we've not ever seen them in the Stanley right. Cup yeah, yeah. Uh, Finals. So, so go Blues. Yeah, that's right. And we got the man in black. Jeff DeCarlo yeah. is from the Quest Hunt Co. Joining us, Jeff, welcome aboard. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's good. Yeah. It's 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 good to have you in studio because a lot of times we'll have guests remotely, which is which is awesome. You get to see them, but it's just a different. The best part about that is usually we talk crap about them before they get on, and we just couldn't. <laughs> yeah, do that couldn't do you. that. Oh, you still here. did. I was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really awkward. <laughs> no, I, I can hear you talking. I'm glad about. he's here because we're going to be talking about a little thing that these guys are putting on. That uh, is pretty awesome. And I think our viewers are going to really want to check it out. And a lot of the viewers in the Midwest area are going to be able to benefit. And actually, even out east. So, we are, yeah, this year, out east. So, so. Um, I don't know. Do we want to start with that or start with a question of the day? We, we should probably start with this. I think people are going to be interested in, in learning how they yeah. can win some pretty incredible hunting prizes. Yeah. So, let's start, start with this. So, do why don't you give us kind of the the 30,000 foot view yeah. of what Quest Hunt Co is, what you guys um cuz it's you and a few buddies that came up with this idea. Right. You're from the Springfield, Missouri area. Kind of give us an idea of of what what the idea of this program is and then why you guys felt so passionate about going out and doing this cuz you kind of took some risks I oh, think yeah. personally and, and <laughs> yeah. starting this thing up. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, it was just kind of funny. We were talking about it before we started today and, you know, we, we kind of liken it to a bass fishing tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I grew up fishing a lot of bass tournaments and when you live in Southern Missouri, man, you're, you're, you're within an hour's drive of five of the most premier lakes yeah, in the country. So, you know, we fish tournaments every weekend and it was a great way to get involved and camaraderie and meet new people and compete. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we, we all kind of think, you know, Americans are really competitive by nature and they love the outdoors. So that's why bass fishing tournaments work. And, yeah. and we were sitting around talking about it one day, we we're like, man, it's just, it's crazy that 95% of this hunting industry is completely unserved in that way. You know, mm. it's, it's a little harder to get involved. It's a little harder to be a part of something. And so we thought, man, wouldn't it be great if we could do a, a tournament that, you know, had relatively low, kind of like a bass tournament, low entry fees, huge yeah. prizes. And gave you a chance to get, you know, kind of get involved in the community and be a part of something. And and truly, that's where it started, down to our format of, as a two-man team. And it's kind of like a buddy bass tournament. You know, you're, you're kind of hunting not necessarily together, but your scores combined. Um, and we wanted to start it in Missouri. And it just, you know, we threw the concept out there and it got really popular and kind of caught fire a little bit. And uh, and we ended up last year in four states and this year in eight. And, um, and we'll be growing that next year. So... That was kind of the how it started. Yeah. And the idea was, you know, two guys together hunting, you know, maybe different properties or maybe together was sort of irrelevant. But, you know, total gross inches, your two best deer was a great way to even the playing field and say, man, this is really a tournament. We wanted it to be for everybody. Just mm-hmm. anybody could feel like this wasn't intimidating. It was a fun way to go out and gamify what they were going to do anyway. 
And, uh, and it just, it, like I said, it took off and, and we've just been kind of trying to ride that wave ever since. The cool part about it, you're, you're only going up against people in your state. It's not yep. a region type yeah, of Iowa deal. versus Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, That's it's not happening. Not. So you do have Arkansas, right? Yep. There's Missouri, there's Iowa, there's, was Wis- it Illinois? Wisconsin this year? Um, we've got Kentucky, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. That's right. Mm. So, so, you know, last year was the first year they did this and, and we had been talking, mm-hmm. you know, probably started talking around late summer, early fall, yep. somewhere in there. And, um, I just kind of kept an eye on it and started following these guys and seeing what they were doing. And it just blew me away. Uh, you know, of the prizes they were giving away, like <laughs> There's a couple a hundred thousand dollars worth of prizes, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, from there, just looking at it, because they, they have a leaderboard on their website. So you're constantly, you could constantly see kind of where you, who, who's a, who's the top dog. Yeah. And frankly, I, it's very winnable. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like, especially year one, I think year two, it might get a little tougher because there's more yeah. and more people that are going to be involved. Sure. But, I mean, it, it, it was very winnable and the entry fee isn't that bad. It's not that bad at all. So take us through kind of that portion of it and explain what it is, how, how it works. Yeah. So, you, so, so you go to our website, you get signed up. It's $75 a person, 150 mm-hmm. a team. Um, and that, that basically gets you in the, the basic tournament for just, you know, $50,000 in prizes per state. And again, that's a good point. I mean, it's each one of these states we're in, it's its own tournament and they have their own banquet and their own awards ceremony. And you, you win and hunt in the same year. So we, you know, yeah. it's, it's not a qualifying event or anything like that. You just, you go hunt how you normally would, but $75 gets you in. You're eligible for that, you know, for that $50,000 prize pack. We pay 10 places. So it's not just winner takes all. Uh, I think this year our 10th place is about a $2,800 prize pack. It's not bad a return on investment. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things we didn't, I don't think we saw coming is we had, we had about 11 or 12 sponsors last year and we were, Mm -hmm. we were very proud of them. Um, They're all with us this year, but we have about 35 sponsors this year. And man, it's been, I I wish I could say we planned this, but what we're, what we're kind of building is sort of a buying group as well. I mean, you get all these people in our tournament and what Mm -hmm. we can do for your $75, you get instant access up to 35 companies products for, you know, anywhere between 30 and 40% off. So no, that's like, so if you're going to buy a stand or you, we tell people all the time, you're yeah. going to buy anything this year, um, you're going to make money just entering the tournament and then yeah. you still get to go hunt and compete. Sure. So it's a neat, it's a neat deal. And we've, you know, we had a great, you know, if you, 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 well, you were down at the trade show last yep. year, but we, the banquets we had, there was just so much camaraderie and people from different states coming together. And we've got folks in our tournament last year that are now sort of lifelong friends with people in the mm-hmm. states they would yeah. have never known, yeah. you know. And it's it's, it's kind been of the cool best part that. of hunting, right? Is, yeah, is meeting other hunters and, and and just kind of forming a friendship. Mm-hmm. Sure, over one thing that we all love, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's been really important to us to get that message out. Cause we, you know, it's easy to look at it and say, it's all about the competition and the contest. And, you know, we're certainly trying to bring something exciting, do our part to bring something exciting to the hunting industry, yeah. um, you know, to help hopefully do our part to help it grow again, you know, and get this industry growing, get more people in hunting. But, but it really is, it's kind of the ultimate, you know, check-in station brag board, you know, kind of, kind of like the old, the old days, we get a lot of yeah. comments about the, you know, this, the heritage of hunting. And we're like, look, this is, this is just doing it in a different way. I mean, yeah. you don't check in deer anymore physically at check stations and stuff like that. Right. But you can go to this leaderboard, see your name pictures yeah. on there and see how you, and, and that dynamic leaderboard changes every day. So people just go and keep refreshing yeah. mm-hmm. all season long. And the tournament actually runs from mid August or mid September, I'm sorry, through the middle of January. So it's a, it's a long, 
tournament mm-hmm. you get to kind of it's in any weapon you know you can any any deer you can kill legally is mm-hmm. is eligible for the tournament and each team can score up to three so it's kind of makes it a all-year thing yeah. yeah yeah so i mean a lot of local archery shops will have big buck competitions mm-hmm. it's not outside uh, the realm back home, of, the local bar does and yeah a midway bar and grill and in, in st genevieve missouri they have a bragging board they literally yeah. a, a board where people's pictures are up and they got mm-hmm. a contest i think they're you know you win a gun or something at sure the so yeah, you just change the scale of yeah, it. That's all. Yeah. And it, honestly, it's it's like I went to this uh, trade show. They call it a trade show there. It's basically a consumer show that they have in Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And um, first of all, that that was fun just on its own. You know, you, you got all kinds of different outdoor vendors mm-hmm. that you can check out and, and walk around. But the the part that I love the most about it, they actually because because you might wonder, okay, so how do you keep people honest? Yeah, right. Big question. And, yeah. and so you could put your score in, but how do I know you scored it right? You know? So you guys have a few um, checks and balance systems there yeah. put in place to make sure it's all above board. Why don't you take us through that? Yeah. It's probably, probably the number one question we get every year is just, you know, how, how do you guys pull this off and keep the integrity of the tournament? So we do a couple of things. So throughout the season, you actually score your deer at home. Mm-hmm. And there's some rules around that. You got to, you know, if you're going to, if you harvest a deer, you have to decide within that first 24 hours, if you're going to score it or go to the next, you know, or pass and try to try to get something a little bit better. And you got to score that unofficially at home with trophy tape is who we use. Mm-hmm. Um, that becomes your unofficial score. You have to do that prior to caping it within 24 hours of harvest. Okay. So these are green scores. Yep. Yeah. And so that, that's, if you watch our leaderboard throughout the season, it'll say unofficial leaderboard. Yeah. Um, and then, so what that populates basically our top 10 in each state and, those top 10, actually anybody's invited to the banquet. So if you're close to the top 10, we encourage mm-hmm. you to come in case we have somebody fall out or whatever, don't show. Um, you all come there and then we do just like a bass tournament. I mean, if you fish bass tournaments and you've won for big pots, you typically have to take a polygraph test. So we do facial recognition and polygraph test at the event to make really? sure. Yeah. It was. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, it it's good. legit, man. Well, I was going to sign up. No, uh, yeah, he's a pathological <laughs> liar, yeah. so Tim's out. <laughs> well, it's important to us because, I mean, last year we, we tried to overtell people that because we're like, man, yeah. <laughs> don't put yourself in a yeah, bad you situation. You don't want to fail at this event. And um, we had about, I think about three or 400 people at our banquet last year. And I mean, it's a, you're up there and it's, you're getting these prizes and we had trophies and the whole bit. It was, it was great fun, but you don't want to get caught. <laughs> yeah. And the banquet itself is a whole different event from mm-hmm. the trade show right. part and the banquet okay. is just i mean beautiful venue they got these awesome you know custom trophies and cool. you know it's 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 a really awesome event they had live music there yeah, last a, year country music concert yeah it was it was it was a blast yeah we, we had a good time yeah so it i mean it's it opened my eyes big time because you know like i, I mentioned to him and, I, and we had talked about it through the fall last year i'm like look i just i don't know you know we i don't really have a, a backstory with you guys i don't really know know you all that well mm-hmm. i'd love to see how it does and 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 just see make sure it's legitimate and it's yeah. that and and then some it, it was a cool event very awesome that's cool we we need we need things that bring more people into the hunting community and if there's a way that people can monetize their big bucks, then that's just another, another angle for them. Well, we had, we had, man, there's so many great stories last year and we were able to get some of these interviews like caught on video, which was great. But Mm. 
you know, we had families that said, Hey, you know, eight members of my family got in the tournament. We've never hunted harder together. We've never spent more time in the woods. We've, we talk a lot about quality deer management. Um, you know, we have guys passing on four-year-olds where they used to wouldn't have oh, probably, sure. and they're doing more, more food plotting and more habitat management. And it just kind of, you know, it's like we always tell people, it's a little bit like fantasy football is you're going to watch football anyway, but it gets you more engaged. It, you know, you yeah. spend more time doing it than you probably would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's really some of the magic that, that we saw happen last year is people are just like, oh, we had one guy last year that said he lost 20 pounds because he goes, I've never checked cameras <laughs> like I did because of this tournament. <laughs> but I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of good, you know, other benefits that we've, that we've kind of just experienced through this, that, this whole process. Based so, on what I see on social media, you might be able to sell that aspect. Of no it. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> this dude got shredded because he joined the quest. Hunt yeah. what, what about timeline? Like how, how late is, how late can someone actually sign up? Cause I could see you could kind of gain the system a little bit. If you have a better sense of what bucks are on your property yeah. via trailer sure. cam inventory. Yeah, you can actually, so the way we do it is you just have to be signed up prior to harvesting your deer. So you can okay. sign up all year long. We get, you know, we get guys that are just diehard gun hunters and that's all they want to do is rifle hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. I mean, we, you know, they're not thinking about hunting in, in September or August. Yeah. You know? So we, we've, we always extended that out to where you can, you can enter all year long. You just have to enter prior to, you can't, you know, you can't go harvest one and say, Hey, I'm yeah. going to jump in now. Yeah. Um, but we, we get that a little bit. I mean, we don't mind it. People checking their cameras, they're looking at inventory out mm-hmm. there, what they've got in their, on mm-hmm. their farm or their, wherever they're hunting. And, uh, and that's okay. We just, they just have to enter before. How do you monitor that element of it? If they kill something, you know, say they just signed up mm-hmm. and then they, you know, oh, the next day they killed something. How do you? Yep kind of keep tabs on that. Well, it, it kind of goes back to the, the, polygraph. the polygraph stuff, yeah. right? So we're, it, and we always tell people, look, you know, the polygraphs intent, I mean, everybody that took it last year was a little, and I've done them in fishing tournaments. They're, I'd be nervous. They're a little intense. Telling the truth. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, the first one I ever took, I failed my name. They were like, is your name, <laughs> is your name Jeff? To You're wrong. And in my head, I was thinking it was actually Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, man. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, you know, it, was, it, it can't, but, but what we tell people all the time is that the, the testing that we do there is not, we had nobody fail last year. First of all, um, we don't try to trick people. We're yeah. not, we're not looking for that. Hey, was yeah. it arguably past safe flight? I mean, we're, we're looking for people that are taking deer out of the freezer from last year or yeah. not, you know, uh, not, sure. not entering first or, you know, some big things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and we were very, we were lucky last year. We didn't want it to happen either. You know, yeah. We wanted everybody to win and yeah, sure. Go home with prizes. So, so, so top number one. Uh, winner, the 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 team that won for each state. What did they win last year? So la- last year, same as this year, each each member of the team. So two per first place, one side by side. Both uh, guys, ranges. each one yeah. side by side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, it stayed pretty good. I mean, second place was a pair of uh, you know uh, blinds, ten foot mm-hmm. towers. Um, kind of went down from there. We had actually two sets of blinds and there was bows. This year we're giving out 56 Matthews bows this year. Holy so crow. across the country for that prize pack. Nice. And, you know, we, we kind of, we got great sponsors. We got some presenting sponsors you can see on our website, but we try to put as much of their product in those price packs as possible. So you have a little bit of camo coolers, you know, camera stands, um, kind of runs something it. people can use and they're not absolutely loaded up with 14 coolers. Yep. And Traeger came on this year, so they're in our prize packs this nice. year for the wow. first time. So 
Yeah, it'll I'm, be it'll be it'll be cool. I'm gonna see if Mark wants to join with me. <laughs> well, there's rules against that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like Lee Lakoski and and Mark Drury can team up in Iowa and <laughs> like the super team. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> no one else is gonna <laughs> now, join now up this what? year. Yeah. <laughs> Business closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. could just hear Mark calling Lee up. I got this idea. I think we can win this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do try to queue. I mean, it's a it's an amateur only. We do have some rules about you know. Oh, I'm good. Income coming from hunting yeah. and stuff like that, but you it's, have to kill one, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I can't. I came really close. How much? How many points do I get for coming close? You know, it's crazy though. The, the The team format does like we had some we had some teams in last year that it was like one dude, guy these, killed another guy. Yeah, killed. yeah. We we're like these guys are going to be killers, man. They're going to be hard to beat, and you know, one would go out and kill a 170 inch deer. And his partner got skunk, you know, yeah. just didn't get it done. Yeah. And, and so you just watch them from the early season being on the top three with one deer and then they yeah. just fall completely off and it, that's, it's neat. That's kind of the, the, I think the leveling field that is hunting because you never, like we see it in deer cast all the time. A 12 year old yeah. girl will shoot a monster buck yeah. that they maybe didn't even know was on the property, sure. but it stepped out right yeah. time, right place. You know, it's interesting because there's also, I wonder if there's any gamesmanship, maybe not in year one, but I could see going forward, like in dream season, we saw a lot of gamesmanship, mm -hmm. I call it. And, and uh, I just wonder if you got a guy, a team or one guy sitting with a 165 or 170 or whatever, and they're doing real good and other guys sucking, you know, you know, win back there and he's not, he's not killing anything. Does that put pressure on him to change his thought process and go in there and it say, Hey man, there's a three-year-old one thirty just walked by and yeah. this puts me back in, you know, I just needed yeah. a kill, you know? So I, I just wonder if there, you'll start seeing any of that too. I interesting thing to think about anyhow. Yeah. And I, I think actually he's, and yeah, I think the answer is yes. And we actually had some people last year that were just like, they passed on some of those smaller deer mm -hmm. because they were chasing those target bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it got so late in the season and they were like, man, we're, we didn't do it. So it seemed like the teams that did the best, they all killed really good average deer. I mean, Arkansas, I think the winning team in Arkansas, they both killed like 165. So I mean, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's yeah. impressive that's in Arkansas. Yeah. But they did it early. They got on the board and then they worked on upgrade all year. Cause you can actually, as a team, you can score a third deer if it helps. Okay. Improve your score. We, we don't like to call it calling, but it, it's, it it's doesn't, like a, it yeah. doesn't, um, it doesn't add to it. It can replace, you replace can decide, Hey, this will yep. replace our lowest right. score. Right. Yeah. So we did, I mean, you do see some of that, you know, teammates going out and one guy getting one really early, getting mm -hmm. a nice, yeah. nice buck that he's confident he's going to leave on the board. You know, we've seen guys go actually helps help their partner scout and maybe look at some yeah. other properties. Or, yeah, that's cool. You know, I mean, it just seems, way it ought to be. It seems fun. Honestly, yeah. it seems like a good, a good time. And well, you, you got a mission, like yeah. you, you now have a mission. We're going to yeah. do this and. And there's a decent amount of stuff at stake where, you know, I could see you really trying really hard to, to, to do it right. Yeah. And if, and if it doesn't come together for you, you're out oh, 75 bucks or 150 maybe bucks. Maybe if that's you not... use the discounts and stuff, you still might be money right. ahead. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We, we get, we get that a lot. I mean, it's, and it, you know, Traeger came on this year. I think there's a, there's a, I don't know if I should say what it is, but there's a very good discount for Traegers. There's a very good discount for all the GSM brands and Muddy. And I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, when you get in, you can, you can definitely make it worth it. If you're just, if you're going to buy anything, you know, yeah. throughout the year and you get to use those codes for a full year. So we found that to be a big benefit. And I think that's what attracted more yeah. sponsors to us. Sure. Um, Cause we're, you know, our, our folks, the people involved in our tournament are buying a lot of stuff. It's great. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a, it's good for the industry. It's good for, good for them. So.
No doubt. And it's, I can't state it enough. It's very winnable. I mean, it is very winnable. Yeah. Just based on what I saw last year. And I, I know it's going to get harder. I said that already, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where we even see it with the farm giveaway. I think people are like, eh, I'm not going to win this. Why bother? But you got a really good chance. I mean, your odds Much are really good. Much better a scratch off ticket. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. So, you know, why not? Yeah. What, what's your vision for the future? Where do you see this going? Well, you know, so, so we just want to keep expanding. We're, we're planning on going, you know, growing next year to about 14, 15 states. We're very thoughtful about doing that. I mean, a lot of people always ask us like, well, you know, why aren't you just doing Illinois and Kansas right now, which by mm-hmm. the way, are on our, on our to-do list for next year. Okay. Um, and we're, we, we've never wanted to water down the tournament. First of all, we wanted to keep the I mean, it was, a, it was a good experience last year. I mean, people mm-hmm. really, we put a lot of time and effort into that and we want to maintain that. So we, when we go into a new region, we we're either partnering with some of our, you know, sponsors, partners, okay. or, you know, up, up Northeast, for example, we partnered with a, with a, just an awesome group of people up at the Bearded Buck. Yep. We have a show on mm-hmm. Sportsman's Channel. Yeah, that's where Dan Thurston hunted quite a bit, you know, for a six at 60 mm, on sure. Madness. So they got a phenomenal oh, it's place. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. We hadn't, we hadn't been there to hunt until, uh, I guess two weeks ago we were up Turkey hunting and it was, man, it's, it, you know, I don't know, it's 3000 acres of just every habitat you can imagine. I mean, yeah. we, we were talking to him about, it. it's like at one point on the property, it looks like you're driving through, you know, Texas and then you go to another yeah. area and it's swampy and then you yeah. go to some really huh. good crop areas. That's I mean, it, PA, right? Yeah. It's in yeah. PA. And it's, it, it, you would not have ever of before Dan went there when he told me he was going there I was like okay you know what you know I'm not really hurting by going to an outfitter in PA before and when he brought back the footage and the deer he killed I mean man it's it's a yeah. pretty stellar spot yeah yeah Jerry and the guys I mean they they're just they they manage that farm just perfectly and mm-hmm. and we had a blast but it, it's that that's been a phenomenal partnership and it's gotten us some exposure on the Sportsman's Channel and stuff like that and. And that that, that kind of guided us towards, you know, Kentucky, PA, and, and Ohio. Yeah. And so we, you know, sometimes we go with some partnerships. Sometimes we go with where we've got a really good, you know, stronghold on our pro staff around the country. And so it just kind of varies. But our, our goal is to just keep expanding, you know, and keep uh, growing. In the expansion, is it is it somewhat like a franchise? I mean, are you looking for somebody that can come in and, and help, you know, foot foot the bill for a certain percentage of it? Or how yeah. does that work? Yeah. I mean, we – so – yeah. To answer your question, I mean, there's a good area around Missouri that we, we, we feel really good about and we're going to always kind of keep expanding in there, like places like Oklahoma and Kansas yeah. and Illinois. But some of these farther out areas, yeah, we look for great partners. And and uh, so far we've, you know, it's been awesome. I mean, we've we've really had, we had good luck with it. And for lack of a better term, yeah, franchise is kind of the probably the way to think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's 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 worked out well. It gets us kind of some exposure in those areas, and because a lot of people look at our map and they go, "Man, you guys started in Missouri, now you're in Pennsylvania, and yeah, you yeah. missed Illinois." And but there's reasons why we, you know, yeah, we're it, doing it, that. Yep. Strategic partnerships, yep. and and you got to make sure you have sound business people there in those areas. Absolutely, it's got to be the right setup because I can see a lot of ways where you know they got it. They got to do a lot of the advertising and hit the ground running, and they got to yep. you know pretty much press the flesh and, and meet people and yep. spread the word. So you got to have the right representative there. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And our pro staff have been phenomenal. We got a great team and, and that stuff helps too. And we travel a ton, but, but yeah, we, we definitely look for the, for the right, the right partnership. <laughs> I had, uh, I haven't even said this to you, but just this last week, somebody, I don't remember which pro staff guy, but sent me a private message, a DM on Instagram 
explaining what quest hunt <laughs> is. Oh my I should check it out. Huh. I see you kill big deer. And I was like, yes, we are talking to these guys. I thought it was a good idea. I was like, good this is a good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> deer cast. Yes. No <laughs> so. kidding. Yeah. They, they, uh, I, that's funny. I don't know who that we, we got several, man. They work really hard. I mean, we've got a yeah. great team and we do film schools and, and social events every mm-hmm. year to get everybody together, but it, uh, it works out really, really good. Yeah. They're, they're, funny. they're pretty aggressive folks. And, so, so, uh, f- so for the pro staff, are you guys looking for more people to join up there? Or are you pretty good right now? Yeah, we always do. I mean, we've got a, you know, there's a place on the website you can go and fill out a little short little application. Um, you know, we launch these new States and we get flooded with them, you know, how it goes. Yeah. Um, and there's some people that have never read anything about what you've done. And, and then there's people that really want to be a part of it. And so we kind of go through that and but we're always taking new, you know, new folks on. And as we expand, we try to get about, you know, it's not a rule of thumb, but we try to get about 10 pro staff per state and kind of spread out and, and, uh, and good regions for us. But, okay. What are your expectations of the pro staff? You know, we, we have, it's kind of funny. We have a, it's some of them film really give us a lot of content and they're great at that. And they really, and then some guys, some people are sending messages and DMs yeah. on mm-hmm. social media. Networking. And really just selling and networking. And we've got guys that are just focused on, you know, some of our sponsors in particular, like Traeger. And they they just, they're Traeger fanatics. And that's what we sure. have. So it's it's kind of all over the board. But the, the biggest thing we talk about is we, you know, our goal over the next few years is to get Quest mm-hmm. to a point where if you walk into virtually any bow shop or any outdoor store, somebody there has heard about us. And that's, that just takes word of mouth. And yeah. like you said, shaking hands. And so a lot of it's just outreach and, and, uh, you know, we provide a lot of marketing material for them and stuff like that. But, but, uh, that's, that's our yeah. primary. And what's the, okay. the web address? I don't think we shared that yet. Yeah. It's www.questhuntco.com. And, um, you can go read about the tournament. The rules are there. You can sign up. It's super easy. You know, and as soon as you sign up, of course you get automatic email with all the discount codes to all these companies. So it, it, you get to use those for for the for the entire calendar year. So the faster you sign up, you know it kind of works in your favor. Yeah. And realistically, the the other part I like about this, it's not that hard to be a part of it. So like you you don't have to film your hunts. You don't have to do any of oh, that kind right, of stuff. Right. You know to prove that you did what you did. It's literally, hey, you know, the, here's what I killed. Here's the green score. And yeah, you're gonna have to you know take that the polygraph test, but you know help green scored or, or find an official score and you're going to know where you're going to mm-hmm. be at. You know right. what I mean? There's not that yeah. question in your mind and it's not that hard to get a, an official score either, either to, no. to help you out and give you the right score. So, um, you know, a lot of times you can find the DNR agent that, that knows how to do it or, or whatever. Yeah, Pope so. and young Boone yeah. and Crockett, you go to the websites, you can find official yeah. scores in your yeah. area. Yeah, we and that's that. That was something we we just wanted to do so badly when we got into this. We said, "Man, this has got to be easy." Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be just unintimidating. I mean, you know, because we were really trying to attract the every hunter. You know, people that are just you know maybe they wouldn't hunt in an yeah. individual tournament, but we're like, "Man, yeah, this is easy." You any just, legal weapon, crossbow, yeah, yeah. gun, bow, whatever. Right, right? right? Yeah, we get questions all the time. Like, can I can I submit a deer I shot with a pistol? And can I? And the question, the answer is always the same. Like, if that's legal in your state. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it, it comes down to, you know, how you want to get it. I done. don't think it's illegal to hit a deer with your vehicle. So I might, <laughs> I still might sign You're up for this to thing. Re- redo those rules. <laughs> I, I think, I, yeah, I actually think there's something in there about that. Just, just for you. No road just kill. Guys like Tim. <laughs> we, we call it the Tim clause. Yeah. No, I fully support that. It makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but that, that, but you're, you, I mean, that's the point is just making it super simple. We actually send out the trophy tape. So when you register, you'd really, you know, you got everything video. you need. Yeah. You got everything you need to kind of get through your scoring and, um, you know, there's a scoring video on the website. So it is confusing a little bit if you've never used it before, but yeah. it's an amazing mm-hmm. product. And so, you know, it shows you how to do it. We kind of walk through scoring a deer in the office and, and, uh, it's pretty simple. We, you know, you'll see variation, of course, you know, yeah. You, oh yeah. As we come in, we see some very, you know, and that's what kind of a makes couple them. inches, I'm sure. Either way, Absolutely. you know, where they may have messed on the positive side or the negative side where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, do I, you know, where exactly am I supposed to get the width of this thing? You know, I could see where even the mass me- measurements where people would mess yeah. that yeah. up. So oh, sure. Well, it made it, it, the banquet was really cool because we had like, I can't remember if it was Missouri. It may have been Missouri, but we had like three places that were within an inch and a half of each other. Nice. Mm. Exciting. So those official scores are really yeah. key. Yeah. They don't know. I mean, first place and second place in, uh, I believe it was. Anyway, it was one of the – Missouri, Arkansas. They went into the banquet. They came Not in knowing. at first, but they didn't know if they were going to get the Polaris's or wow. set up line. So, it, so when we get on stage, High there's drama. still some surprise. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of it's kind of neat. It drives some excitement. I, and, and I'm sure there's – Photos and video of, of the banquet itself, but it, it's pretty legit, man. Like it's a cool, it's a cool thing to, to you, go to. What you guys have to eat at the banquet? Man, I don't even remember. I think it was like prime rib. Oh, yeah. dude, it was, all, you know, all the booze and the, I mean, it was, it was a party. It was yeah. just a fun time. Yeah. There's actually, so the, our friends over at Unfiltered uh, Outdoors, they, they live streamed it. Yeah. I think it's still on YouTube. You can go out and search like quest on cope you know 2018 yeah. banquet it's there if you have 45 minutes to kill sometime but but it was man it was really cool it was They're a cool night to this they got time to kill <laughs> <laughs> if there's prime rib involved i'll watch it was good. people eating we measure rib. the success i think well at least some of us measure the success of the event and, and the amount of beers that got drank that night it was, it was <laughs> right. that's yeah. a good measurement yeah. that's how any good man measures success <laughs> yeah it was pretty significant so we it was it was great man i just and that that's one of the things this year we went into this year, people were saying, Hey, are you going to have, you know, now are you going to have seven different banquets? And the participants from last year were screaming, saying, No, 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 bring as many states together as you can. So we actually got quite a bit of pushback saying, No, let's, let's do three, say around the country or hmm. four. Sure. Uh, and because that was part of the magic of the night, it was just yeah. sitting around the table with people that are like minded and live well, somewhere else, you know? I mean, imagine being able to, to, to join up like that and then start talking, start networking with other hunters yeah. and maybe getting access to other properties yeah. in other yeah. states. And that's yeah. really cool. The friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. So we, yeah, we've got big plans this year and, and, um, really starting to travel a lot. So we're hitting a lot of trade shows and farm fests and I mean, I'm sure we'll be somewhere near a lot of your viewers anyway. So, yeah. um, over the next few months. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure that we link up, uh, in the show notes folks to the quest hunt co so they can get signed up and everything and check it out. I mean, it really is worth taking a scroll down the prize packages page. It's pretty unreal. It's like, I would like to have all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So you're not eligible. I'm not eligible. Not that that would matter to anybody. Let's start our own. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> funny you mentioned Tim. You never know what might happen down yeah. the road. You know, we've had some pretty cool yeah. discussions of possibilities of ways to implement, you know, um, what they're, they're doing with what we're doing and our viewers and our audience. Mm-hmm. And who knows, there might be something, you know, up our sleeve in a yeah. year or so for, if, for deer cast. If there's a category for maybe ground shrinkage, then <laughs> sign us up. We'll be all over that. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how about we hop into our question of the day? Yeah, let's we skip it. David from... <laughs> Is that a joke? Or yes. you- <laughs> well, that's we're having such a good conversation. <laughs> we are. Tim's that's- face just dropped like... 
There goes you're, the format again, Matt. You're, you're ruining the show yeah. again. Well, what is it with you and ruining things? <laughs> well, that's I'm a jury. <laughs> you're it's a ruiner. <laughs> David from Kentucky wants some help. And this actually kind of is right up uh, Jeff's alley here. So let's get into that. All right. The question of the day is brought to you by Plano Outdoors. Protect your passion. Hello, my name is David. I hunt in western Kentucky. Most of the area I hunt is hill country with large hardwoods and very little to no cropland. Do you have any suggested hunting strategies for this type of terrain? Mm. So before we started the show, Jeff and I were talking about this particular question because it's this is a lot of the way that, that we hunt. Yeah. So sounds like Southern Missouri. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man, I, you know, that's a tough one. I mean, we, of course, we're, you guys, I'm sure some of that up here too, but mm-hmm. down, down south, Southwest Missouri, I mean, it's, it's all timber. We have no cropland, just some hay. Um, and so we're all, I feel like we, all we do is timber. <laughs> Ridge <laughs> running, acorn eating yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, I mean, the, the quantity is good. Sometimes that you struggle a little bit with mass and stuff, but, um, man, I would just say, I mean, we spend a lot of time letting our cameras do the work, really trying to pattern deer and, and as much as we can, um, you know, put those cameras out there, try to pattern as much as you can and stay, you know, just kind of stay out of there as much as humanly possible. That's hard. I, say, mm-hmm. I could see a lot of damage being done. Scouting is really hard. So, you know, you'd want to find their, their bedding areas, their pinch points, you know, any funnels, I'm sure focus on mass crop, like you said, but I, I could see where, you know, like we, we, we have gotten so used to sitting on the edge of a food plot where there's very little intrusion. Yeah. You, you know, you, your access in was good. The, you know, the winds in your face, whatever. And, and, you know, the only time we really hunt that style would be during the rut when you know, you can get away with a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's not to say that's how we've always hunted. Mark and Terry, of course, you know, in the 40 acre club in Bloomsdale, Missouri, that's, you know, it's the river Hills and that's, a lot of the way that they started yeah. hunting, but they've just kind of evolved, you know, in, in, in different ways since then. And I could see where it would be very difficult, you know, and I'm sure public land guys deal with this a lot too, the mm-hmm. same style of hunting, but yeah. I could just see where it would be a lot more difficult from a wind, just straight from a wind perspective and not getting winded. You'd really have to make sure you're on the right side of those trails. Oh yeah. Well, and, and Jeff, you've probably experienced this, but most of the places I hunt, there is never one prevailing wind. It's yeah. always yeah. swirling right. yeah, and right. shifting. It's different and when the leaves are on than when they're not on. Yeah. And you got to really pay attention to thermals and you can be 25 feet up in the air in a tree and 20 yards that way, your eye level with a deer. Yeah. yeah and true. so you've got to be very careful about, about checking your silhouette and making sure that you're not standing out like a sore thumb to a deer that may be eye level with you. That's uphill. You need to be considerate about the angles that you're shooting. Cause if it the same scenario, the deer is downhill from you, that's a pretty steep angle and you're, you know, you start to lose the perspective on that, that vital area on that sure. deer. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I like looking for trails, but I assume that the bucks are using the trail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere kind of near that path, mm-hmm. but not exactly on the does are going to be they're, on that path. They're downwind of it, sent checking it. Or if there's, if you're the hill, they're on the higher part of the hill. Or, 
Yeah, but never on the very top yeah. of the ridge. Yeah. They don't they like don't to be silhouetted. Yeah. And so and, and, and when we talk about access, that's also the way that you have to think about getting in. You always want a side hill. You never want to yeah. it's easier to walk on top of the ridge typically, but then anything on either side of you downhill is gonna be looking yeah. up and seeing this ape-like looking thing yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. down the trail like and they're, they're, they're gone. So, uh, so there's definitely a lot. And then, and then even with mass crops, deer relate differently to red oaks than they do white oaks. I think they like white, white oak acorns yeah. better than they do red oaks. Just the, the, the flavor is probably not as bitter to them. Uh, so, so just timing when those mass crops and what they are is important. I'd say you'd probably you're better off doing a lot of your scouting and homework at the end of the season, right? And if snows on the ground or in the winter, you know, shed hunting that type of that type of time of year to really figure out kind of where where they're living for the most part, and, and then it's true, you know, yeah, put your game plan in. And of course, that probably doesn't work. I mean, it works for a public land guy, I'm sure, but as far as like setting up a stand, you know, a private land guy could set up a stand right then and there mm-hmm. and and just literally have to come back in maybe once in the spring and and you know, trim some lanes. Sure. And and then you're you're good to go. But uh well and the other thing I think about is and Jeff is a bass fisherman, you know this in terms of fishing for a you try to fish for the aggressive fish first. So if you see a good spot, you're gonna cast the periphery of it and kind of generally work your way yeah. back into it. And that's the way that that I'll hunt the timber. If I know I've got a high potential area in September, I'll start hunting, but I'll hunt further away from it and I'll work my way in and I'll use each each sit as an observation uh, period also. So I can see, okay, well, maybe they're not using it the way I thought they were. So I'll push in from this direction because you, sometimes you only get one chance at a good, at a good buck. And in the timber, it's kind of, yeah. it's hard to, yeah. you can't sit in your truck and glass. You mm. are probably going to have to be in there. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Agreed. T- and the, and this is, what most people have to deal uh, with. Yeah, They're I was going to say, it's probably the majority of hunters out there hunting this style, I would think. Yep, that's right. So, and then the other thing is you got to think about what you're going to do when you kill something, how to get it out yeah. of there. Yeah. That's a, that that can be a, a fun a fun trick too to, to figure out. But, yeah, you, dad always had a, a trick where he'd, you know, say it was, um, oh, like a, uh, the straps that he uses for heavy equipment or whatever. Okay. You wrap that around and then just, you're just holding on to the, you know, sure. The hook end and, and dragging that way. But I know a lot of guys that are using those, um, what are they like carts mm-hmm. almost now? Yeah. And that seems to be popular way to get, get your deer out when you're so far <laughs> deep in and you don't have somebody else to help you. Right. And then you got to think about how you're going to get the cart in and, yeah. and, and maybe that, maybe that's a help. Maybe that's more work. work. And, yeah, true. And some like, there's one place I hunt where I tried bringing a cart in to get a doe out and I put the doe on the cart and I'm dog cussing the cart as I'm trying to get out because it's like catching on to little saplings and rocks. And I've seen guys use like toboggans. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I just slide them on out. On and-, and, 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 and actually that's a, that's a really good option, especially for smaller deer. Yeah. Cause you can just roll it up and put it in your pack and it's, it's not, you know. The toboggan you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah, the deer. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How small is this deer, Tim? Killing fawns still had spots on it. Uh, someday it was going to be big. You know, this is a, this is probably a bad thing to talk about. But one time, Dad and I were we were at the farm, and somebody had used a toboggan to poach and get the deer out of the farm. Oh, we wow. saw 
a track a trail basically yeah where you could tell it was something you know that that slicked out and then the blood blood behind it you know the whole way out awesome and they used a toboggan to get get the deer out so people are oh people <laughs> they'll come up with solutions yeah to especially figure things uh, out. especially um criminals basically yeah yeah criminals that's right will find any shortcut they yeah, can that's right that's why they're criminals <laughs> you know, kind of getting back to david's question about about strategies and things to use uh, if you're not using a climber i i would really suggest it because it gives you a lot of flexibility to set up where you need to be we had barry Winslow on a few weeks ago and he talked about um, you know, if you're, if you had a climber going in and, and trimming all of finding the tree you want, especially if you're going in on public ground, cause he, he was hunting public ground a lot. Was it Montana? Or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would go in and do their scouting way ahead of time. And he would pick the tree and basically get it prepared for when he comes back in with a climber. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I I've done that. And the, the trick is because you're looking essentially for telephone poles yeah. in the woods. The problem is you stick out like a sore thumb again mm-hmm. on, on one of those. And so I will try to find a tree that has a split in it or that has some branches and I, and I'll kind of make those branches my roof or I'll try to work those branches in, in and around me. Uh, it, it's ideal if you can set up where the tree splits off because then that kind of breaks up the, the outline of your torso. But there, there are a lot of things to consider when you're, when you're putting a climbing stand up, but it does give you a lot of flexibility when you're pushing back into the timber. Cause if you don't know where you're going to be exactly when you start the deer, certainly aren't going to know. So you kind of had the element of surprise on them. Sure. So yeah, well, hmm. Solve that one. It's a good question. I I just, we need to get him in the tournament down there in Kentucky this year. That's right. Yeah. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll win some cool prizes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That's, it wouldn't be, I mean, honestly, top 10, they're all winning cool prizes. So that's right. That's right. We, and we did something cool this year too. We, we have giveaways going every month through September. And I think it's like, I don't know, from now until then it's about five or $6,000 worth of stuff. So we try, we just try to make it where yeah. like, look, even if you're not, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. It's, it's worth, worth it. the entry fee. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So very cool. You know, step into the wildlife word segment. Yeah, let's do it. It's brought to you by Ritz crackers. <laughs> nice. It's not actually. We don't have a sponsor for this. That's the one thing in Drew Outdoors. It's not good enough to <laughs> so, sell no, to anybody. <laughs> Even Ritz Crackers wouldn't take it. Hell no. <laughs> so today's wildlife word is glade. It's like the stuff you spray after you take a dump? Yep. I, yeah, okay. That's it. <laughs> We're done with this segment. Nice job. All right. <laughs> Till next time. It, glade is... It makes sense for the conversation because it's a, it's an open area in the woods, usually rocky in the, in the central U.S., but sometimes grassy and meadow-like in the West. Glades are full of forage for deer, turkeys, and other wildlife. They're extremely important to the ecosystem, providing a sunny transition area in a place otherwise dominated by shade and trees. So like the Everglades, is that a form of this type of glade? Nope. Then yet again, this wildlife word of the day is stupid. And I hate it. And I'm done with this I stupid this show. Segment. This is the first time yes. we brought it out. Tim made fun. Well, you'll be, I mean, you'll be sorry when Ritz Crackers comes on board and we're rolling in Ritz money. <laughs> then we'll Actually, see who's left. We're rolling in crackers. <laughs> we're going to pay you guys in crackers. I worked on a deal for a bunch of Ritz. <laughs> so, what do you uh, think of our wildlife word of the day today? Man, it was great. I've, I've learned. I've learned. Just being so polite.
to us right now. <laughs> yeah, I learned, learned a lot. Glades well, are an, an interesting place to hunt around. And there's a couple places where I hunt where there are glades because... Sure there are, Tim. Be- there aren't. I don't even hunt. I, this has all been a lie. I haven't seen anything <laughs> killed. So. <laughs> Hunts. The, uh, I don't know. Let's end it. We should. Before Let's we leave, any parting words for us, for our, for our uh, viewers out there, our listeners for Quest Hunt Co.? Man, I, just, I would just say, if, you, if you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, we'd love it if you would. Sure. Um, we do a lot of announcements on there, videos, changes, all kinds of stuff to the tournament. So that's a great place to get information about it, learn more about it. So check us out there in our website, questanko.com. Cool. Jeff, thanks for joining us today on the appreciate show. Appreciate you driving hey, man, up. Appreciate it. It's it amazing. And I learned about Glades. Hey. So Ew. Relatively amazing. <laughs> All right, folks. He had other things planned today as well. <laughs> yeah, I did some shopping around St. Louis or something. Bass Pro Cabela's. Yeah. yeah. Well, just a reminder, if folks have not yet signed up for the 30-year anniversary giveaway, please do that. Check it out in DeerCast. You can actually see videos of the evolution of the farm as it's as it's being dialed in under Mark and Terry's stewardship. That's right. The other cool thing going on right now, we have an awesome hunt giveaway opportunity. All you got to do is go over to pscsummershootout.com. You sign up with your name and your email address and you're automatically entered in for a chance to win a hunt at SOE Hunts down in South Texas. They're killing giants down there. John O'Dell's been hunting down there for a long time and uh, it's with Mike Stroff. It's worth signing up for. So go check it out. And uh, if you get a chance, go into a local archery shop and test drive a PSE today. Do it. All right, right. let's shut this thing down. Until next time, peace out. See ya.